So I just want to give you this, this, this verse real quick, a couple of verses that is simply God's response to anxiety in, in Matthew chapter 6. And then after I read this, we're going to pray. You can go back and look at it uh, later on. But just listen to me. This is God's response to anxiety right here in Matthew chapter 6. And he was actually preaching on the side of a mountain. Hundreds of people were gathered around. And he knew that even then, 2,000 years ago, people were dealing with anxiety. So he addressed it specifically on the mountaintop. And he says, therefore, I tell you, this is the words of Jesus in scripture. He said this, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Yes, 2000 years ago, they were worried about their outfit for the day. They were conscious of their clothes. They were conscious of their look. I don't know what kind of mirror system that they used, but they were concerned about the way they looked. And Jesus knew that they were concerned about what they would put on. And so he says, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? He says it again. There's so much more than just the outfit that you're going to put on today. He says, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Are you not of more value than the pigeons that are walking around in New York City? They neither work nor toil, as Jesus said. They don't have a barn. They don't have a storage space like maybe some of us that are constantly trying to store up stuff to be prepared for the next day. And when I saw this and I saw Jesus talking about birds, immediately I thought about the pigeons that are just walking around in the city. And I thought about it, and, I, it's just, and you know just as much as I know that the pigeons just walk around all day and they find food. Just walking around, every, every, you see them all the time. They fly over your head, and it gets you really nervous, and it causes an anxiety attack the moment they fly over your head. Can I get an amen? They always find a place to rest. They always find another corner or another alley or another lamppost, and you got to look up. Sometimes when I'm walking right here on 8th Avenue to cross the street, you'll see like a 100 of them on one lamppost. Just that in some way, somehow, they just find refuge somewhere. But you are far more important to God than the pigeons that always find rest and always find food. And Jesus says it right here. He says, listen, and which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? which means you worried about what's going to happen Monday. You worried about what's going to happen this week is not going to help out in your well-being in life. It doesn't add to your life to worry. He goes on to say, and why are you anxious about clothing? He addresses clothing a third time. I mean, they must have been really, really into their looks. I mean, man, you think you go shopping. He had to address this three times here. And he says, consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And Jesus says this. He says, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. And for those of you that don't know, there was a man named Solomon in the Old Testament who was the wisest man to ever walk the face of the earth. And in his wisdom, he built a city up 
to this beautiful place where everyone would come and gather and would, would be in awe of what he was able to construct. And yet God would take a moment to say, all that this man built, all that this man created, doesn't compare to the lily that I created. What God is saying here in this, in this moment is, it's not what man can create. It's what I have created. And that being you, I have made you in my image and you are in my hand. And whatever I create is greater than anything that man can create. You belong to me. That's what Jesus is saying. He says it again. He says it again. He says in verse 30, but if, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? I'm going to take care of you is what Jesus is saying. He goes, I will clothe you. Oh, you of little faith. Then he calls us out. He calls us out for the lack of faith. He calls us out because we spend more time worrying about provision rather than believing in faith that we have a provider. We spend more time, listen to me, we spend more time in our day worried about money, worried about our jobs, worried about clothing, worried about your home, worried about what you're going to eat rather than resting in the power of Jesus Christ, who is going to take care of you so much more than the birds that fly over you. Praise God for this incredible, blessed assurance that we have. He says, therefore, do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? And then Jesus says it a fifth time, what shall we wear? He said, the Gentiles, meaning people that don't know me, people that don't have a relationship with me. He said, they seek after all these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them all. He knows exactly what you need up there in the balcony. He knows exactly what you need right here on the floor. Yes, he does. He knows exactly what you need. Everybody watching online, he knows exactly what you need. And then after he says that he knows what you need, then he says this. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Listen, we like to stop there, but you have to read the full context, which is just that one last verse in chapter six. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Meaning that, you know what? There are going to be some tough days. New York City brings anxiety on in its own self. Can I get a witness? 
So in the meantime, since I know that there are going to be days where everything around us is going to be anxious, and since I know that there are going to be days where there's trouble all throughout society, I'm going to put my focus on Jesus as my Savior. I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God. I'm going to acknowledge him as my Lord and Savior. I'm going to look to the power of the cross where the victory was won for you and I so that we no longer have to fear death. We no longer have to fear the trials that we go Go through because we're able to look to Jesus as our Savior who went to the cross, died for all of our sins, and through Jesus Christ, you have the victory to overcome anxiety. And when you seek first his kingdom, because the kingdom represents Jesus, and when you when you live your life looking to Jesus first, everything else, this is what the word says, everything else, not a few things, but Everything that you need will be added unto you. Everything. All the grace that you need will be added unto you. The joy of the Lord will be added unto you. This surpassing peace, this, this far beyond unexplainable peace that we have in Jesus Christ will be added unto you. Healing will be added unto you. Restoration will be added unto you. Redemption added unto you. Provision added unto you. But first, seek the kingdom of God. First, surrender your life to Jesus. Be fully surrendered. And watch what happens to anxiety. Watch what happens to worry. This is God's response to anxiety. Will you stand up with me? There was a, there was a time, two years, for two years I used to work for Summit International School of Ministry. Uh, our Bible school, for those of you that don't know, we have a Bible school out in Pennsylvania, just outside of Hershey, Pennsylvania. You know where they make all the Hershey chocolate? Okay, I just want to make sure y'all know. I like Hershey chocolate. And um, my boss was Pastor Teresa. I still see her as my boss. She will forever be my boss. And so I used to, you know, go down to Penn Station, hop on a train, and it was a three-hour trip on the train. And then someone would pick me up in Harrisburg. And then I would work two days at the Bible school, Monday and Tuesday. And then by Tuesday night, I'd be back on the train. And for two years, I used to battle with trying to pray and read my Bible on the train. But it would suddenly, quickly just go to anxiety and worry and like all these things of just what I have to deal with and the bills that I would have to pay and children and family as a husband, as a father, would just all just swell up. And it, it just, and it would be three hours of just anxiety and three hours of just worry because that's what anxiety is. It is, it is the buildup of fear. It's the buildup of uneasiness. It's the buildup of just worrying about stuff. Everybody know what I'm talking about? And I, 
I remember there was a time from once in a while I would sit down with Pastor Teresa just to kind of check in. And there was this one time where I'd gotten off the train, I arrived at the Bible school, a lot of worry had worked up and I was feeling so anxious and I would try these little small techniques like trying to just breathe. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to cry. 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 Breathe. Breathe. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And it's like that battle that's going on in your head, you know. And I remember I wasn't expecting a meeting, but Pastor Teresa called me in. And so I go into her office and I sit down in a chair and she sits down across from me. And Pastor Teresa has this dynamic authoritative look that she can give you it's that look where she looks beyond like she's not you know what I mean she's like looking into your soul so I you know like at this point boy it's just anxiety was building up and and she went how are you and I went I'm fine and then she had like that that three second stare David how are you? Oh, forget about it. <laughs> the waterworks just, it was like turning the faucet all the way up. And I was, blah, almost fell out of the chair. I mean, I was an absolute mess. And I remember that was, uh, it was a moment where just anxiety had just built up and I needed to sit with the right person. You know, in that moment, I thank God for my wife because she just, she loves graciously and she loves with a tough love too to keep me going. But in that moment, Pastor Teresa just said, you're going to be okay. God is in control. He's ordering your steps. And then she would just stop and she would just quietly pray while I continued to cry about another five minutes because she knew the power of prayer when we look first to the kingdom of God we're going to pray tonight hey I'm going to encourage you I'm going to invite you just to come forward and lay your worries down right here at the altar to just come up and just say you know what I've got a stack of worries and I've been holding on to them and I feel anxious and God's response to anxiety is that I would seek first his kingdom and it's all going to be added. And so I'm going to invite you now. Let's just take this time out. You don't have to go home tonight with these worries. Let's just come before the Lord together as a family. I want to invite you to come forward. And when we, when we invite people, it's not to put anybody on display. It's, it's really just an act symbolizing that God, I'm making an exchange. I'm laying down whatever I need to lay down. And I'm walking out of here worry-free, knowing that, God, I'm going to focus on your kingdom. Would you pray this prayer with me? Heavenly Father, I thank you for giving me your son, Jesus, as a substitute for me. I believe you died on the cross for all of my sins. And because of you, Jesus, I'm a new person. Tonight, I surrender 
I surrender all my worries. I surrender my doubts. I surrender my fears. I choose to trust you to keep me. I choose to seek you first. And I believe in faith that everything I need, you will provide. Thank you, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. Now, this is what I want you to do. You pray your own prayer. Just take a minute. Lay every worry down. I'm so glad you came back tonight. Lay every worry down. Every worry down. He's going to give to you exactly what you need. Some of you are worried about your children. You're worried about your marriage. You're worried about your family. You're worried about your loved ones. Someone here has a loved one who might be sick and you're worried. You lay those worries down. You lay those worries down and you just say, God, have your way in my life. I trust you. And it's hard. I know it's hard because you, you, you hold a lot in. But tonight there's freedom in the name of Jesus Christ. And you seek first the kingdom of God and everything that you need will be added unto you. The peace of God, the grace of God, the love of God, the provision, the miracle that you've been waiting for. I believe it right now. God, I believe right now for a miracle right now for every person that has been praying and believing. God, you do a supernatural, wonderful miracle in their life. I don't know what it is, but God, you know. And I ask God that in your power, you would do it. I thank you, Jesus. And Lord God, I come against every lie of the enemy that would cause your people to believe that they will not be able to overcome what has been a struggle in their life. But God, your word tells us that you set the captives free. And so God, we believe and declare freedom right now in the name of Jesus from every addiction. Freedom right now in the name of Jesus from confusion. I come against the spirit of confusion in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for a clear mind, a renewed mind right now for your people that they would have an understanding knowing that they are sons and daughters of the living God, that they are no longer of this world, but they belong to you. And God, as they seek first your kingdom, you will take care of them. You will bless them. You will walk with them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray.